Hi, everybody. Um, this is Lynn, and welcome to the Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms at Work podcast. Today, I'm joined by Amanda. Hello. And our very special guest, Rebecca Flansberg. Hello. Oh, and Rebecca, we are so thrilled to have you today. And for everyone out there, Rebecca is a monpreneur. I don't even know if I said that right. <laughs> you did. You did good. And she has over 10 years of experience as a freelance writer and blogger. She's the project manager for a nonprofit initiative, Multicultural Children's Book Day. And she's part of the parent focus site, upnorthparent.com. And she manages jumpintoabook.com, which is dedicated to helping parents, caregivers, teachers, and librarians pull books from shelves and magic from the pages of children's books via reviews and book-related activities. Wow, you are a busy woman. <laughs> I definitely am. Absolutely. So uh, Rebecca has released uh, two books. Uh, the first is Mom Bossing. I love it. Mom Boss. Uh, the Freedom <laughs> to Create the Business You Love. And the one that we're really going to be talking about today is Freelance and Freedom. Woohoo! Woohoo! As we approach, you know, uh, this as from creating the work from home life you crave. And so let's get into this. And Rebecca, you've already to let me know that it's okay to call you Becky and yes. we're going to be talking about working from home as a freelancer. Welcome. Well, thank you. I'm so proud to be here. We are so happy to have you here, Becky. So I think the first question I want to start with is so many people are burnt out from their rigid nine to five grind. I think we can all relate to that. Oh, but yes. your new book, your new book offers an alternative path working from home as a freelancer. And I think a lot of people would be interested in that, but I think the thing that they would want to know first is how do they know if that's the right path for them? And what qualities do you need to work from home as a freelancer? Well, two very great questions, but I'm going to back up just a little bit. And the line that says some people are burnt out from their rigid nine to five grind. I was completely one of those people. I had spent 30 years in the office products industry working for two different companies and it's very highly competitive. As you know, you know, this was before Amazon really came into play, um, before Office Max. This was an independently owned little itty bitty office product store. And by the time I was hitting my 30 year mark, I was burnt to a crackly crunch and you know, was leaving early in the morning and getting home late at night and I was tired and cranky and I had maybe two hours with my kids and then they were in bed and then I wasn't in you know not far behind and to go to bed and I just had this moment of there just has to be a better option in life this doesn't even feel like I feel like I want to make a life I don't I want to do more than just make a living so I started doing my homework and investigating around and this was probably about seven years ago and I just stumbled across you know something called a virtual assistant which is um, a, definitely a freelancer. It's somebody who works from home and helps businesses do the sort of tasks that you know they don't have time for. That could be graphic design, that could be accounting. For me, it was social media and content creation. And I just knew that was the perfect fit for me. And I could flex my life around my work. 
and it just I I look back now and I really do wish I would have done it sooner. It's not like it's not butterflies and unicorns, but it is a really powerful option. Now, going to your first question about how, how do you know if that's the right path for you? I think it really comes down to the fact that you want more from your life. What you're doing now is you don't feel fit, full, um, fulfilled. You um, feel at the end of the day just depleted and exhausted and you don't have time to enjoy the things that mean the most to you. I think you need to have some level of courage to go, hey, you know what, this isn't this is a great job. It's steady, stable income, but there's something better out there for me. And I think once you have that realization, it's kind of like the curiosity portion of trying out something new or looking into something new. That's definitely the first step. So if you have that, that kind of feeling in mind that there's something better, I want a better challenge. I want to try something new. I mean, that is definitely the right I think you're on the right path. You're not the kind of person that's like, you know what, it's okay. I'm just gonna stay, you know, stay in my office at um, XYZ company and do my thing and go home at night. That's okay too. Wherever you are in life, it's enough. But if you have that that yearning for something more, then I think, you know, checking into working home as a, uh, from home as a freelancer is definitely something that's going to be in your wheelhouse. The second question was what qualifies quali qualities do you need to work at home um, as a freelancer? I think you definitely need to be self-motivated because for the most part, you are a solopreneur. You are working from home by yourself. Like right now, um, it's me and the dog. <laughs> Everybody else is at work or <laughs> the teen. I have one teenager still in bed. Shock, shock. But, you know, for the most part, you are pretty much on your own. And you, you don't have a boss or a manager or department head checking in on you going, hey, did you get this done yet? What you do have is you have clients who are expecting you to do the work that they don't have time for and they don't have time to check up on you and, and, and poke at you and go, okay, how you doing? You got something for me. If they're doing that, then you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So self-motivation is huge. Another one that I think is a must is to be organized. And I would even go far as far to say be hyper organized, which um, it's just makes for less stress on your part when you're scrambling around trying to find where did I put that file? What happened to that email? Oh my gosh, I should have, you know, sent that to her already. What did I file it under in my on my hard drive? Just to be hyper organized and just know what your deadlines are. Stay ahead of your deadlines. What tools do you have in place? And maybe it's something as simple as Google Excel to keep track of client information, passwords, deadlines, expectations. Just have, um, I use bullet journaling a lot, a lot and I absolutely love bullet journaling. I don't know if either one of you are aware of bullet journaling. Amazing. It's just a very simple pen and paper, you know, checkbox to-do list. Um, it's It has really taken my organization to the next level, but there's other things online as well, like Trello and Basecamp to keep yourself organized, but that's a must. You must be organized. Mm -hmm. Flexibility is a big thing. You, get, you need to be able to, sometimes on a moment's notice, a client will pop up and go, oh my gosh, I need this in an hour. Can you do it? And if you can, you need to absolutely do it. It's all part of trust building and relationships. And just being flexible is a big part of working from home. You are able to be flexible. You can be flexible with clients. You can be flexible with your home life and just kind of marry the two. And it, it works very well. And sometimes it's challenging 
but it's definitely a um, something you need to have that part of you that is willing to bend and give and compromise. You also need to be determined. And, you know, it's sometimes, you know, life is great. Your clients pay on time and there's tons of work coming in your direction. And then other times things get a little quiet and you get a little nervous, but you can't give up and give in. And clients do disappear on you. Um, you know, I had one year where I lost three in like a month and a half and they were key clients. One passed away, one disappeared and one just really disappeared. And but you can't let that shut you down. You need to, you know, dust yourself off, put on your big kid pants, go look for some new clients. So determination <laughs> is a big one as well. I love that. <laughs> yeah. No, like everything that you're mentioning really makes sense because I mean, I've worked as a freelancer before and even now at Petite de Queen, I'm not a freelancer, but I work from home and um, yeah. all of us at Petite de Queen do work from home. And so a lot of these attributes that you're talking about really make sense and click for me because those are things that have really helped us, I think, in working well as a team, even yes. from different parts of the country and parts of the world even. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and when you talk about that, communication <laughs> is huge as well. You know, that's mm -hmm. probably should have made the list as well, is if you're working for someone or with a team, you really need to be communicating constantly. There shouldn't ever be a, oh, I wonder what she's up to or I wonder what happens to that. I wonder if she knows she's supposed to. Communication, huge part of having a successful um, business of your own and having a successful team. Yeah, absolutely. So regarding freelancing, there's a lot of misconceptions around it. And in your book, you talk about three common myths surrounding working from home. So can you explain one of them and debunk the myth? Well, the thing I find I think I find the most interesting is when you are working from home, um, people, I think a lot of times think you're in your jammies all the time and you're, you know, watching soap operas and and things like that. And it's like, no, you get up and you change your clothes and you go into your office and you shut the door and you work. And you really have to be disciplined because the laundry pile is just down the hall and it is calling your name, but you have got to stay focused on what is the task at hand, which is work. I mean, you, for myself, I do have work hours and my optimum time the when I'm at my very best is early in the morning. So when I get up at 5 a.m., whenever it might be, um, I usually, you know, take a little time to get it together, have some coffee, and then I just dive in because by about one o'clock, I'm running out of gas. <laughs> but that's, I know that about myself. So I schedule my work around that knowledge. That being said, I think another misconception is that you have to do it all. You have to be this perfect business owner because you are running a business from your home you have to have supper on the table at five you have to have everything neatly laundered and folded and all of that well you know maybe in another land i would love to go live there that doesn't work that way and it's okay it's okay you you're not going to be able to do it all so you need to have that expectation that some things are going to have to wait to maybe the weekend you might have to enlist the kids' help and go, you know what, once a week, you're cooking supper. You don't need to be superwoman is what I'm finding some people doing going, I don't feel like I can hire help because I'm still trying to build my business. Well, exactly, you are business building. And if you need to hire someone and clean your house twice a month, I don't feel guilty about doing that because you can't do it all. You, you do need to know your expectations and use your valuable time for what matters most, which, you know, is your family, 
but also your work and everything else will just fill in between. I always say the perfect households only exist on TV and the reality is that there are days that the dishwasher doesn't get unloaded and you just use clean dishes out of the dishwasher and it's okay. Nobody's gonna die, it's gonna be all right. Frozen pizza for supper is okay. We don't need a four course meal. So yeah, just going into that knowing that you don't need to, to you know, <laughs> you don't need to do it all. You can just do your very best and on wherever you're at and on whatever day, it will be enough. I love yeah. your comment about the offices because I always look at all these offices that are on like webinars or, you know, oh yeah, lives, and I'm going like, they had to have set that stage because yeah, you know, I always call those they, fake offices because there's just no like, way you have like <laughs> a dedicated stage that you go to yeah, exactly because there is no way I don't have any yeah. place in my house that I can do this. Well, it's um, the lived-in look. I mean, you're at yeah, the home office. There's uh, going to be dog toys on the floor and things hanging on hooks that probably shouldn't be seen, and that's just the way life is. And but yeah, that um, that always just kind of makes me giggle. It's like, do you have a green yeah. screen? Did you like just throw up that back wall? Because that doesn't look real. Yeah, no, it's so true. I had to take a picture of my office space for um, a social media post recently. And I took a picture and it looks really nice, but that's not how it actually looks most of the time. I had to clean off my whole desk and <laughs> stage it. Throw so it, it all off, decent. throw it on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, know what they, you know what they say, a messy desk is a mark of a genius. So most of the time I'm exceptionally brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. <laughs> I feel a lot better about myself. Yep, there you go. Own it. So I think another question I have is, and I, I can relate to this, and I think most of the people on our team here at Wing can relate to this, but a lot of people can get distracted when working from home. Yeah. There's so much, there's so many things to do at home. As you just mentioned, like the dishes and dinner and stuff. How can a freelancer stay focused and productive despite all those distractions? I think you know the the you have to have some form of discipline obviously because it would be a lot more fun for me just to you know go watch television for a while but then I wouldn't get my work done and then I'm accountable to my clients and I always look at it that okay these people are my clients but they're also kind of my employers in a way and they're expecting me to represent them in the best possible light by creating this content work social media or what have you so I take that very seriously they are paying me to help them run their business. So I take that very seriously. Another thing too, I, I know for a fact that I really did struggle with this for a while and I've become much, much better, is social media is um, a huge black hole of wasting time. And you know, it's easy to fall into that. You go to do some research for somebody and before you know it, somebody has just pinged you on Facebook Messenger and you got, oh, I gotta go see who that is. And then before you know it, your Skype is honking and it's your, friend in, in Tennessee and it's not business related, but you, you know, you don't want to ignore her. So it's, you really need to look at these external and on most of these, I would on the biggest online, the biggest distractions are online would be to close your Facebook to um, X out of Pinterest, which is painful. I mean, <laughs> I love my Pinterest. Put your Skype on to not disturb and try to segment your day. I'm a big believer in segmenting your day. And what I mean by that was kind of like what I said, I get up at five and I know my 
optimal time of day when I'm at my very best is those hours between like five and 11. And I just shut off all distractions and I just hit it hard and get it done. And it's a very good feeling when you know you've accomplished a lot and it's not even lunchtime yet. So everybody needs to kind of find their own ebb and flow, but definitely those distractions is, are going to be the online ones. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I want to add something here, Becky, because I've actually yes. worked from, even as a, a senior level executive, I was actually had a home base office. And, and I've done that for a decade, uh, literally of well over a decade. Um, and even now, you know, running my own business, but prior to that. And one of the things that I found is that uh, I do have a dedicated space for my office. Yes. I and do too. I, I treat it the exact same way as I would. It's like I'm going to work, even yes. though it's going to work downstairs and into my den. I'm going to work and I treat it with that level of respect. And so that's one thing that I've found really easy. But just like when you're at work, if I in my case, my good friend Julie calls me and I'm at work and I see the call coming in on my cell. Yeah, I'm going to answer it. I mean, if I'm in the middle of something, no, but it's the same thing at work. I'm going to take a break. Um, just this morning, I got this email that I just thought I was going to, my head was going to blow off. <laughs> so <laughs> I just walked out the door. I just said, I need a break. And yes. I took a walk. And that just refreshes me. And yes. And that's an excellent point. That's a very good point down. you bring up. And I would yep. do the exact same thing in the office. I would say, I've had enough. I'm going to go and get a coffee. And yes. I would leave and do that and come back and I would have reset my mindset, just that break. So whether you're working at home or in the office, I mean, that's sort of been my experience. And I love a lot of your suggestions because yes. there's so much about this, you know, how we frame, frame it. And it is right. resetting that mindset. And even when I'm at work and was in an office environment, which has been a, a while, I would still do some personal things. You know, I'd call to change a dentist appointment. Those yes. are things that you still have to manage. Well, and I call those brain breaks and you absolutely yeah. have to have a brain break. I mean, and, and when I talk about working in the morning and getting all that work done, I have learned the hard way that you do need to absolutely almost schedule in times to get up, walk around, go outside, get the mail, you know, get some fresh air because otherwise your health will suffer. You can't sit in indoors and stare at a computer for five hours straight and not expect your body to go, hey, wait a minute, my knee, you know, I'm going to have crabby knees now, my lower back is aching, I have a headache. So there's a ton of self-care woven into that too. I don't want people to think that you need to chain yourself to your desk and just <laughs> grind it out because you don't, because that's what you left. That's why you work from home. So you can't get up and go, yeah. I need to go walk out in my garden for a minute and just breathe some air. Or just yeah, sit in my chair quietly for a little bit. And that's okay. You're allowed yeah. to do that. You don't have to ask a manager or, you know, have somebody cover your phone. You just go outside and you just take that brain break. And that is essential, I think, to being productive as well. And, and I agree. Segmenting your day like that. Um, yes. I, even when, you know, like once again, that executive world in an office, um, you know, and I reported directly to the, the president and he would, he, he took a break every day. We had a gym inside the building and he went for a jog and oh, he, wow. you know, cleared his head. He came back and did all this stuff. And, you know, so that was in the middle of the day. He didn't mean he didn't work his, his, you know, hard every day, but he also just, 
during the work day took a break. And I think there's a lot of ways that we can all look yes. at that. And I think it's just a, just maintaining that control um, and segmenting. And um, I, I know that I actually, I put all these little reminders in my iCal and then I print out my schedule for the week. Um, every Friday so I can review what's coming up. But I have even little just minor things, you know, follow up on this, you know, and it's a 15 minute task. Yes. But yes. it's like I put these in my schedule um, besides also segmenting time, like I'm going to, I've booked this time to work on X, Y, Z. Yes, exactly. Just, yeah, so it's, I love the idea about, it's, it, it is this perfect blending of discipline and flexibility. It is. And, and the great thing is that you are the boss and you're in control of your own time. Yes. So um, now I want to sort of pivot because you talked a little about being a mom. I'm a mom. Yes. I've been a working mom, you know, for my, my daughter's 22. So it's been a while, right? Right. Um, and I do think that there's unique obstacles and benefits um, yes. for a freelancing mom and that maybe other freelancers won't, um, you know, won't jive with them, but what are some things that you would share for all, all our moms out there or our, our mom wannabes? <laughs> well, yeah, what, what kind of made me um, think of this was just our talk about being flexible and having discipline. And then you take your office, which is now in your home, you're working from home and you throw into the mix family. And there's definitely benefits and downsides to working in the same space where your family is cohabitating. And so that's where I think boundaries come in. And my kids early on knew that when mom's door was shut, that you don't come in, they don't, you know, and they weren't little at the time when I was working. And if they were, they were at school. So, but I do think your family as a whole needs to understand boundaries. And that goes both way. I need to have boundaries. I don't want to be sitting at my desk still working at six o'clock at night when it's family time and we should be sitting down to supper together. But my kids also understand when mom's door is shut, that means that she's in a meeting or she is on the phone or um, she's taping a podcast or something like that. And they are not allowed, unless the house is on fire or someone's bleeding, they are not allowed to come in. So just, I think having that conversation with your family, if you do have kids of any age, it's definitely way harder when they're littler, but kids of any age in your home, just so they, they understand that mom is working right now. So no, I can't go do this for you. Or mom is working right now, why don't you give me about 30 minutes and then I'll come out and we'll have some lunch together. When they were littler, I would actually have people come into the house, um, you know, babysitters, it was a neighbor girl who was a little bit older than them. And then I would, again, segment my time and go, okay, from nine to 11 today, Bridget is coming over and she's gonna, you know, kind of play with you guys and all of that. And I just come in here, shut my door and go crazy and get some work done. So there's a little bit of, of just juggling and that work-life balance is it's the unicorn everybody's looking for it but i think you kind of flow and adjust with what works with your life that still allows you to get your work done and keep your clients happy but you're not neglecting your family or your kids so that is definitely a, a a big challenge is just trying to find that balance. Summertime for me when the kids were younger was especially challenging because, you know, they were home and I always used to say, you know, it's so awesome to work from home. The best part of working from home in the summer is that the kids are around all the time. 
the worst part of working from home, from home in the summer is the kids are around all the time. So you do learn that, okay, I have pockets of time here and there. And as they got older, it got much easier because they were able to entertain themselves. They were able to make their own lunches. So just be patient. Whatever stage of life you're in, do the best you can, and that will be enough. And if you find you need help, don't hesitate to, you know, have someone come over and watch your kids. Maybe they, grandma can take them somewhere for a while and just do the best you can before they get up in the morning or even after they go to bed. So that's probably the biggest challenge for freelancing moms is just finding that time where they're not blowing off their kids and yet they're fulfilling their obligations to their clients. Yeah, those are really good points. I think that one of the things that I found a trick was I formed partnerships with mo other working moms and we would also do some trade-offs so yes. that the kids Great idea. friends and yeah. they would, you know, uh, take the kids one afternoon to do some kind of outing, you know, but she'd take like four kids to the museum and that we would all, you know, it was a round robin and that way we were, it was mutually beneficial for all of us. We also all got to spend time with this great group of kids yeah. and this works for dads, you know, whatever, you know, everybody, this is really good. Exactly. It's a team effort. It is absolutely a team effort, team family. Yeah. And I think the other thing is having that open communication so that, that you've been able to talk about it as a family like this yes. is a life choice and what does that mean and how can we help one another so that we all benefit and yeah. uh, so those are those are really terrific pieces of advice and I, I guess you know when I think there's another side to freelancing um, or running your own business from uh, and is you know sort of managing the the business side of it, because there's so many tasks that are required yes. around running your business yep, versus actually getting the work done that you're being paid to do. Because right. just getting the work done, you still then have to invoice them. You have to follow up on the invoices. Yep. You have to follow up on new leads. The billable, yeah, you'd be surprised how, you know, you think, okay, I have an eight-hour workday, but you might only have four hours to five hours maybe of billable hours in that day because you're running a business. So you're spending time prospecting, you're spending time billing, you're spending time maintaining your own website, maintaining your own social media. So it's it's definitely, you know, it's a lot. And uh, I don't want people to ever think that they could work from home and work like three hours a day and make bank. It's It's hard work and it takes time to build that. And it takes time to have a steady income. It's not something that hope happens overnight, but it is very doable. It is definitely an option in life that is very doable if you're committed and you're willing to do some hustle. But at the same time, take some time for to enjoy life and smell the flowers and spend time with your kids because that's what it's all about. That flexibility piece is worth more to me than money. Oh, absolutely. And, and you can yeah. also try it out with a side hustle if you have that. Yes, that absolutely. Time to be able to do that. And um, that's actually how I started, too. Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did a side hustle for a long time. Yeah. Um, and so it was just anyway, but we're not going to get into that. So let's I, I, I've got one last question. Sure. And so because we've been talking about this great topic. And so and I think this gets to the crux of what everyone is sort of seeking is that how does this concept of working from home and being a freelancer ultimately give you more freedom 
and time for the things that matter? Yes, that's a great question. And I, I really truly believe with every fiber of my being, it's easier now to be a freelancer than it ever has been before. The online sites to find clients is growing constantly. Yes, there's some good ones. Yes, there's some bad ones, but there's a lot of places to go to look for clients. There's lots of places to go online to get education and training. There's tons of places to go online to find systems and tools for your business that will make your life easier, whether it's billing or um, like the go to meeting that we're on right now. There's a lot of that out there that will help you find the free and the freelance part of your your freelance journey and there's always there's just things that make it easier and more possible to work from home than ever before yeah no i i i agree it's it's, yeah it's uh it it, the world is and it constantly is continuing to evolve and change it is very much yeah, so. So, and the and same with the skills that people are looking for, the skills that clients are looking for is just changing constantly as well. You know, it used to be just social media and maybe some admin work. Now people are looking for people who are familiar with YouTube, who can create videos, who can um, do unboxings. I mean, just it, it just grows and changes all the time. And so that's why it's also important as a freelancer, whatever your chosen profession is as a freelancer, whether it's graphic design or, or social media, to constantly be getting education, just to spend the time and invest in yourself so you are on the cutting edge of everything that's going on because it changes so frequently. Yeah, that Absolutely. is so true. It's so important yeah. to always keep learning and stay up to date with all the yep. new things that come up. Yeah, yep. we have a, a category for uh, booking our, managing our time, and it one is learning and training. And that's uh, something, it's an important investment that it is. We, make, we make every week uh, as a team that, because to stay on top of, and, and even programs that you're using, they have new um, functionality and, yes. and you need to, okay, well now how do I use that and how can I leverage it? How is it going to make our life better? Exactly. Um, yeah. How can I take advantage of that? So that's Becky, this has been such a great conversation. I, um, yes, I've learned a lot and i it was great <laughs> questions. You guys have great insight and great questions and it's, it's been a lot of fun. This time has just flown. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> It really has. I mean, well, you know, we're a group here that's all cheerleading the, the yeah. ability to um, to think outside of the box um, yep. and tilt your paradigm and, and look at how you can uh, really. I loved your comment that um, to make a life rather than um, make a living. Yes. So and I think there's another thing is that sometimes people will think about what they're giving up and what I would like them to think about is what they're getting in return. Yes. And I mean, it, like I say, it's, it's challenging. Your first year, I think, is probably the most challenging. And it can be scary. It can be dark. There were times I'd go to bed going, what was I thinking? But by the <laughs> next morning, I was up and I was ready to hit it again. Because I just believed so deeply that this is what I wanted to do with my life. It was it was just exactly what I needed. I was able to flex work around my family. Um, I was doing the things I loved with some amazing people, some great clients, and I felt so lucky. And if there's ever a day when I stop feeling lucky, then it might be time to look for something else. But right now I get up every day and go, man, I'm so lucky to be able to do this 
work for this client or work on this project for this client. It's just it's so interesting and it's so stimulating for me. And that's what life is about. I don't think we should go to work and just, you know, nose down, grind it out, watch the clock and then go home. I think there's more to life than that because this is not a dress rehearsal. This is it. This is life. And I think you can just kind of coast along or you can, you know, and coast along and take the well the path well traveled or you could be like like we are and um, hack through the jungle and hack through the jungle <laughs> is harder but it's a lot more rewarding and it's just somebody's got to do it <laughs> you know we're hacking through the jungle and blazing new trails for others yeah and, yeah I definitely sometimes we do we traveled a long road around to reach a short yes. distance and uh, but wow it is an amazing view it is so, I wouldn't give it up for the world wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't do it differently at all <laughs> All right. So I want to thank you again, Becky, and I want to thank everyone who joined us for this terrific discussion. I hope you got some really golden nuggets out of this. And if you have any ideas you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. So send us an email drop us a line, send up a balloon, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it works. Carry and, your um, pigeon, it works. Yeah, there you go, the old school. Suggest <laughs> right. topics for discussion. Um, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And to stay current with all of our insightful advice and breakthrough advantages, sign up for our weekly wisdoms. And thank you all for listening. Thank you very much. It was an honor to be here today. It was a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.